You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT365. And if you're new to NFTs, maybe you are just getting started. I think we all are just getting started. But if you're looking for kind of like the onboard path or the, the best way to kind of get indoctrinated into this beautiful space that is Web3 and NFTs, we have the answer for you. We have a sister podcast, or we call it a sister friend podcast, called Getting Started with NFTs. You can check it out uh, in all of your favorite podcasting apps. We have the videos up on YouTube as well. But it's 11 curated uh, episodes in the order that we believe is best for people to learn uh, and onboard. Uh, and I like to think it's a, it's a perfect podcast to send to your friends or family that you want to get in the space, but they haven't like really figured out what NFTs are yet. I think if they're willing to put in the time, listen to those podcast episodes, they can uh, definitely check it out. And we're going to talk a little bit about some things that I've learned, some lessons that I think five of them that I think are going to be very valuable for you know, all of us to as NFT collectors or investors. Um, but before we get into that, we definitely want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Crypto Business Conference. It is a conference for those that are looking to level up in Web3, NFTs, crypto, creator coins, and so much more. Uh, actually, our guest tomorrow on the podcast is actually one of the speakers uh, for uh, the upcoming event, which is the uh, is Gigi from uh, the crypto tech women. So uh, definitely check that out. Uh, and, you know, I wanted to, you know, we're going to throw do a little throwback uh, to our Mint 365. We're going to throw back to uh, number 232. So on July 1st, um, we actually minted uh, OX Apes. They have a project called the Tribe. Uh, I believe it's called the uh, Odyssey Tribe. And the reason I wanted to highlight this project is it's actually, you know, I minted four of the OX Apes uh, way back in January. And originally there were some issues with the contract and then some, some things that, that had gone on, but uh, the community just popped off. And I've mentioned them fairly often here uh, on the podcast and just a really vibrant community, a community full of really just passionate uh, people in the uh, NFT space, very diverse, very international. But they uh, kind of upgraded the art and they rolled out a sister project, which they're calling the is the Tribe. And we minted them for our collection. And I tell you what, the art on these things are are pretty amazing. Like the details, if you zoom in, but it's also really just a uh, you know amazing community. And I'm excited that they're part of. Uh, our collection. They're one that I was like, man, I wish I, I didn't mint them originally in the collection because I had already minted uh, our, our piece way back in January and they sold out kind of right away. So I was able to get into this one into our collection. So super excited to have them uh, check them out uh, for sure uh, in, in all of your uh, favorite, uh, you know, um, you know, NFT marketplaces or any, wherever you kind of, uh, you know, look for um, NFTs. All right. And so with that being said, let me, let's jump into uh, the episode. And, you know, I really wanted to okay, kind of you can just uh, webinar. You know, dial in um, as far as, um, you know, five things that um, 
that I really you know wish I knew beforehand. But really, the things I think we can uh, listen and learn as far as you know, ju- kind of jumping into um, as an NFT investor and collector, right? And you know, for our, for our collection, right, buying an NFT every single day, you know, that's been a different challenge for me, right? Researching hey, projects that I hey, need to look here. for um, in the long run, right, for that that are going to be around for forever. Jim, Jim. But um, the Thanks ones that I you know was really Getting trying to look course. at as Thank far you. as you know my personal bag, right? Maybe to I make some money, maybe to uh, test out different utility or or, or people him. or conversations that are, are going on. Um, that one is a little bit yes, different, yes. right? That one is <laughs> is definitely good. one um, that I'm <laughs> um, you know I'm excited uh, you know to you know kind of include and, and you know figure out, but you know that one has definitely required a different learning curve. Um, just kind of putting it out there, right? As far as um, what makes the most sense. So with that being said, let's jump into number one. I have five uh, of them here for you. Um, number one, uh, the, the the first tip or is I say, you know, if you're going to have like a short term budget or a budget for investing NFTs, you want to make sure you're very clear on how much that is um, and where you're going to set up and then spend it. And the reason I say that is because, you know, I think we've all made this mistake. And one of the things that um, has hurt me in the long run is that I get excited, right? I have you know a certain amount of ETH in my wallet or Solana, and I'm like, ooh, okay, I'm gonna mint this project on Friday, but it's Tuesday, right? So I'm splashing around, and the problem ends up being like, ooh, I'm gonna jump in this project today because this looks like a good one, or I'm gonna jump in this one tomorrow, and then what ends up happening is the project you did the most research on, or the project that you are excited for having the most upside, you end up not having the budget there to actually jump into it, and so there's been a couple projects. Um, you know, actually the mutants, uh, you know, board ape yacht club, when they rolled out the mutant, um, ape yacht club, uh, I was on the list and ready to mint. Uh, and I actually spent my, um, ETH, uh, on two other projects leading up to it. And I remember being just like mad at myself for, for not really taking that into account. So one of the things that I do to protect myself on that, um, is I actually, I only move in ETH into my actual, um, you know, my MetaMask wallet. I only move it from my my Gemini into my MetaMask um, for the amount that I need to spend in that moment. And so if I'm saving something for, um, you know, upcoming Friday, I'm not going to move that ETH um, over. But I think that's one of the tips, you know, I kind of wish I um, had done a better job of that um, early on. That's for sure. Number two, uh, it's going to sound funny, but don't buy art or PFP projects that you like the art if you want to sell them or make money on them. What I mean by that is I've made the mistake where I'm like, I'm only getting this project to flip it. And then I look at the art. I'm like, Ooh, I like this one. And then I buy it. Well, in that case, what ends up happening? And this is what happened to me. I start valuing that NFT a little bit more because of my own biases. I'm like, well, it's not rare, but people are going to love that. It has a pink hat on it. Well, people aren't going to love that. It has pink hat on it. And like, and so what I've noticed is that I've actually, well, you know, I refuse to kind of put it on the floor because I have an emotional connection with the art. So one of the things that I've had to start doing recently was that if I'm going to pick a, a project and my goal is just to you know get, make some money on it or to hold it for a little bit of time and see how it works, I'm going to pick something off the floor, but I'm going to pick something off the floor that I have no, like zero emotional attachment to, like zero, um, which I think can be um, an advantage, uh, you know, in this space, right? Because like, you know, how do we help ourselves from getting from, you know, preventing ourselves from getting in our own way? Uh, and that's one that I definitely have. Um, and it's also one that, 
you know, you don't want to buy, you know, if you're going to hold a couple of an NFT project, you also probably don't want to buy multiples of one you like, um, if you plan, if you want to kind of flip out of them. So be very strategic with like the ones that you pick up. And if there's like five on the floor, think about it from the standpoint of like, what is great to, for resale, but also what, which one are you going to have no emotional connection to? And it's probably an advantage to, uh, you know, go ahead and grab that one. Number three, um, you know, I, this is a mistake that I made, you know, buying NFTs off the floor, right. Which is the lowest current, you know, price for sale of an NFT in a collection that's already minted. Um, I always looked at that. I was like, Oh, that's what anyone can do. But I, I want to be like, I want to know my stuff. I want to like, I want to go way deep in here. So I want to do this research and I'm going to buy one that isn't on the floor. I'm going to buy one for a little bit more, for more uh, money. Here's the truth. Those that are making money in this space know that experts buy from the floor. And if you're not going to get a project that is in the top 1,000 or top 500 rare, or you're not going to get a property of, a, of, of an NFT that is like super desirable or one that people want, there's no reason really to buy in that middle. And I've done that a lot. And where I could have made two and a half or three X on a project that I held for a week, I make less than one X because rather than buying one off the floor, I try to like convince myself that I know more and I buy one that is, you know, in the middle range and I end up regretting it or hating it. So floor NFTs are for those that want to make money or those that, you know, are feeling expert. And I just had the wrong belief that I was like, oh, well, people that are buying off the floor, like that's the lazy, easy thing to do. And, uh, and I'm here to tell you that it couldn't be more further from the truth. Number four, uh, sell for less quicker. So that's the tip for number four. What I mean for that is if you're ready to sell an NFT project and you're ready to get out of it, right? Maybe you need the liquidity. Maybe you see that it's no longer a value. Whatever you think it's worth, try to sell it for a little bit less than that. I think it's, you know, it's one of those things that it takes a while. I mean, I've probably sold, I don't even know, couple hundred, 300 NFTs probably uh, over the you know last year and a half or so. Um, and the thing that I've learned the most is that, you know, if I list it for like exactly what I want to sell it for, and I know it's going to take a couple days. Well, the only way that's worth it is if I think the floor and the price is still going to hold and that I don't need that liquidity or I, you know, I don't, I'm not afraid of some kind of like catastrophic, catastrophic news. But if a project I know is like, Oh, I need to get out of that right now. What I've learned is like, it's actually more of an advantage to get that liquidity in my pocket first. So I'm going to sell it for a little bit less um, so that I can get it sold quicker because that ETH in my hands is my ETH, ETH in my hands today is worth more than trying to wait four days from now and not even positive that the floor is going to hold. And I might have even have to sell it even less if the floor drops and I have to drop it along with it. So number four is definitely sell uh, for less quicker. And, uh, and then number five, uh, number five is, you know, why are you holding more than one? Man, I wish I would have, this is a tip. You know, I, I talk a lot, you know, one of the popular episodes we did was the three by three episode, right? Why I tell people to have three wallets, buy three NFTs of the same collection, um, and then also be active in three, um, projects at a very high level. But, you know, in that buying three NFTs, the whole goal of that for me has always been to, you know, you know, get a, you know, a variety of the art to flip one to cover the prices. And then the, you know, maybe I'll have two or a flip one, but this is actually a question you really need to have to ask yourself. And this also goes into that emotional connection. There's some projects and some people that I love what they're doing. I believe in them. I want to hold that NFT, but there is really no utility or real advantage for me holding three of them or four of them or five of them 
really the only, if the only advantage is that, it, that I'm going to be able to maximize my profit because rather than only making, you know, four X on one, I can make four X on five. But one of the things I wish I went back and asked myself more often was like, why did I buy more of these? And then also, why am I holding more of these right now? And in some cases, what I have to realize is like, hey, I still want to support the project. I still love what they're doing, but I don't see the upside or the advantage of holding all of these extra ones. So I'm going to sell those, you know, use that liquidity, maybe to buy a more rare one in there. And now I have two instead of a lot more. The other thing that I, I want to be very clear on is like, I'm not huge into buying massive into projects. I know some people are. For me, that over leverage, like over leveraging myself into a project, I recognize I start having biases and I start being like more jaded and more, um, you know, because there's more to lose, right? Like, so like if a project's doing something that I don't agree with, or if it starts to go the wrong direction, if I own 10 of them, the likelihood of me like being like, man, screw this project, I'm out, is a lot less than if I owned two of them, right? If I only own two of them and I'm like, oh, and I don't like where this project's going, I'm just going to sell those two. And so I think it's really important just to, you know, be aware of some of the habits and the things that are, that we don't really like factor in there. Like there's no like playbook, but in some cases, the way that we buy and sell, the way that we invest, the way that we are, are looking at the bigger picture here, um, can oftentimes be skewed by things that are variables that we don't even look at, right? Like the amount that we hold, um, if we're, you know, I've also noticed this, like if I leave the discord, it's a lot easier for me to sell the NFT than if I haven't left the discord yet. Right. So like think about those things and like ask yourself, like, why am I still in this project? What are, what are the things that are keeping me here? And if you know, there's certain things that you need to do before you're willing to sell an NFT or you're trying to make profit, start doing those things ahead of time or start recognizing that those are things that you should be or want to be doing. So I hope that helps. Those are the five things that I wish I knew. Um, it is, you know, have a clear short-term budget. Don't buy art you like, of course, if that's only in the case that you want to sell or flip, uh, floor NFTs are for experts and, and there is so much money to made if you are willing to buy the floor um, and not, you know, you know, allow your ego to get in the way. Number four is sell for less quicker. Um, you'd be amazed how, many, how much more I would have made in profit if I would have sold for less. Yes, you heard that right. And number five, as I said, why hold more than one? Just know why you're holding what you're holding and just be very aware of that. And also be okay with the fact that sometimes you're going to sell you know, out of a collection without having to sell all of your NFTs for in that collection. So that's what I got for you today. Um, definitely shout out to Crypto Business Conference. Check them out at socialmediaexaminer.com slash NFT365. Super excited. The lineup is... Uh, is being finalized. It is a one track event. Um, great. They've really dedicated a lot of space and um, focus to networking and getting to know others in this space. Uh, and I'm going to be there full time with the team. So if you want to get some FaceTime with uh, me or, or some of the members on our team, uh, definitely, uh, you know, get your ticket at crypto business conference over there at socialmediaexaminer.com slash NFT 365. And I will leave you with this. We need to definitely, understand and and recognize that we we need to stop flip shaming we need to recognize that people are going to buy and sell if they want right there is a financial component in this space and i think that is perfectly fine you know as a poker player there is one of the things that i it took me a while to get used to was the fact that you know someone was sitting down at a cash game and if someone sat down for an hour and a half and they made some money and they left i would get bitter because i planned on being there for 12 hours but we have to realize that that's on me. It's not on them. Like there is no obligation there and people are going to make decisions based on their own life and things that they have in front of them. And we have to respect that. I think we have to empower that. 
And we have to be also be okay with that looking in the mirror. I've had to also recognize that I've had to make some strategic decisions with some of the NFTs that I hold. And I'm like, man, what are people going to think? And truthfully, I hope what people think is that Brian understands what he's doing. Brian understands what success looks like for him. And Brian is making the strategic moves that he needs to make in that time based on the data that he has. And if you're willing to give others that grace, I think it's easier to give ourselves that grace. And hopefully you make some money, you, you know, join some gold communities, and um, we kind of push through this entire journey um, here in this NFT space. So until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. The Mint 365 Collection 100-Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art. Want to bid on this one-of-a-kind Web3 time capsule? For details, keep listening to NFT 365. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review. Like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. We are greater than me, and as always, the show is